0: The Russian ships that are able to perform underwater operations were present and near to where explosions later took place on the Nord Stream pipelines, according to an investigative documentary. The vessels were located using intercepted Russian Navy communications. So here as a reminder is what unfolded in September last year. There were underwater explosions that knocked out two Nord Stream pipelines that were built to carry gas from Russia to Europe. In the immediate aftermath of that attack, there were some in the West who pointed the finger at Russia. Conversely, Moscow blamed Western countries, including the UK. But this documentary series, Putin's Shadow War, makes a convincing argument about Russia's involvement. The series is a collaboration between Denmark's DR, Norway's NRK, Sweden's SVT, and Finland's YLE broadcaster. The latest episode focuses on what they say are suspicious ship movements before the blast. These were so-called ghost ships which had their transmitters turned off. These Russian ships are said to have been in the vicinity of an explosion site for several hours. Russia still denies any involvement. Um, it's some really in, in interesting detail in this documentary, Samantha, which we've, we've touched on before, particularly this, uh, these photos that the Denmark uh, Naval Command took of a, a Russian submarine ship in the area days before the explosions. Sometimes coincidence is a plan in disguise.
1: Yeah, it's it's a very interesting question. It's going to be really difficult to determine definitively what exactly happened to these pipelines, but the circumstantial evidence is getting stronger and stronger.
0: You specialize in energy security. What are the implications of this going forward for the infrastructure on the seas and beneath the seas?
1: Well, I think the fact that this attack could could take place really demonstrates that undersea pipelines are vulnerable. There's no way that you can reasonably monitor the entire stretch of undersea natural gas or oil pipelines. And so this is really a demonstration that that infrastructure will always be vulnerable to those who wish to do it harm.
0: Uh, Time-consuming, Ben. Extra pressure on naval resources. If you have ghost ships cruising around windmills or above communication lines, you probably have to go and check them afterwards.
2: Yeah, yeah then it's, exactly. Then it's... I mean, it, it's a huge, uh, a huge challenge. But I think, you know, is, are we actually that surprised that it was likely Russia were involved in this? No. I mean, I think this is a fantastic piece of journalism, but I, but I think it reinforces what we all assumed who was responsible and shows Russia's new place in the world, which is as a rogue nation. And that means that is what is the subsequent since that attack and since we've had since the war in Ukraine, We have seen this ramp up of dialogue and debate within the UK and Europe in particular about the need for energy security, because Mm. we can no longer guarantee on Russia being a safe nation to do, uh, to get our energy from. So it's, it's a reality of the new world.
0: But there's energy security, as in what we have, in order to yeah. fulfil our demand. And there's energy security in terms of what we put out there to defend what we already have. And, and this suggests that the Kremlin is, is making plans. And were this conflict to extend bef- beyond the borders of Ukraine, then we would have to take that very seriously. And there would be some uh, within the Ministry of Defence who would question whether the British Navy is able to do that.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a huge. I mean, it's a huge logistical challenge, a massive logistical challenge for our armed forces, for the navy, etc. Um, so, yeah, it's a massive logistical challenge. And how does government, whatever political persuasion, whichever part of the world, you're in how does governments respond to that? Because you know, trying to protect our existing stock such as that would require a huge amount of investment and with no guarantees it works. So, it's a massive challenge.
0: Yeah. for... For the Western world um, I mean obviously we're, we're turning away from oil and gas particularly the oil and gas that comes through these pipelines Samantha from Russia but it is a reminder that you need an energy mix that's that's what is important you can't you can't depend entirely on offshore wind um, nor can you depend entirely on oil and gas
1: can't depend entirely on any energy source. And I think the real challenge that this this entire episode with Russian gas has displayed is that Europe and particularly Germany had just gotten to be too dependent on Russian energy supplies. It's easy to understand why the pipelines were in the ground and the gas was cheap. But um, events since February 24th of last year have really demonstrated why you can't rely too much on one supplier or one source of energy.